You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Well, hello. How are you doing? Welcome back to Overcome the Overwhelm. And like always, if this is your first time, welcome in. I'm Lauren Lowry. I am your host of this podcast, Overcome the Overwhelm, where we talk about all sorts of things as far as, you know, being a special needs mom, (laughs) because that entails a lot, right? But also just as women ourselves and outside of our roles as mom and all kinds of things. We talk about it all on here. So, and today, whoo, we've got a, we got a heated topic in front of us. (laughs) We're going to be talking about uh, how to even the load between special needs parents. And oh boy, it is a hot topic, guys. (laughs) So I noticed something last week. So last week I I coached over this exact topic five times. Five different clients came to me in their sessions with like the same thing. And I was just, I think like on the last one, I even told her, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe. (laughs) I was like, this is hilarious. Like you're like the fifth one this week. And I just think it's hilarious because this actually happens quite often. You know, my sessions, they are one-on-one, so, you know, it's not a group setting or anything. Uh, No one knows what the other clients are going through, what they're getting coached over, anything like that. But it is so often that, like, everyone is having the same, like, struggle or, like, getting coached on the same, like, theme each week. It's like we have, like, a theme of the week for everyone. Just somehow. I don't know. (laughs) It's so weird how it ends up happening. But anyways, I just thought, you know, this might be, like, a wonderful thing if you know, so many people are going through this. So many moms are struggling with this. This might be the perfect thing to do a podcast topic over. So what is that? What does that kind of mean? How to even the load between special needs parents? I want to ask, have you ever found yourself thinking things like I do everything around here or I just wish my husband would help out more or even thinking things like he has no idea how much I do or how much I handle for this family. And all of these thoughts, they stem from one place. They stem from a place of feeling like things are uneven or unfair when it comes to responsibilities in a relationship. It's almost like if there was this imaginary scale. You know, one side is your spouse, your significant other, and the other side is you. It is so common for moms to feel like their side is so weighed down with the tasks, the chores, the responsibilities, you know, there's the appointments, childcare, all of the things. Like the mom side of the scale is pretty much on the ground. It is just all the way down. While on the other side, you know, the other side, uh, the spouse side is just light as a feather. It's empty practically. That might be like, you know, maybe like mowing the lawn in there. You know, it's just floating up in the air, just so carefree. Free from all the weight of that housework, the therapy appointments, the meal planning, just free of all of that, right? And this feeling, this unevenness, whether it is a true unevenness or not, and we'll get into that here in a little bit, but that unevenness can create a lot of resentment in a relationship. Yeah, it can create kind of a sort of divide, a him versus me situation. It can create a victim mentality where you almost start to feel like it's being done to you. Like you're a victim of this situation, like they're doing it on purpose. You're just a victim of the situation caused by your spouse's laziness, right? If I had to guess, I would say that out of like all of the arguments between spouses in the world, 
This has to be like the number one argument. I have no data for that, guys. I think someone should do a study and maybe it's out there. I didn't Google it. But I swear this has to be one of the most common arguments to occur. And I think we can all agree that all that resentment and that anger and feeling like it's him versus you, it's not exactly a recipe for a healthy and happy relationship, is it? We don't want to resent our spouses and we don't want them to resent us. I can hear you already. Like, I I know what you're thinking. I know. I can hear it. (laughs) But Lauren, I'm exhausted. I have to handle everything around here. I have to handle all of the medical appointments. I have to handle all of the therapies, the housework, the laundry, the finances, the referrals, and the prescriptions, the grocery shopping. All of that plus I work full time. I do all of it. And I hear you. I do. Okay? I hear you. The thing is, we're going to get a phone right here. We live in a society that expects moms to show up at their jobs like they don't have kids. And they expect us to raise kids like we don't have jobs. We're expected to make all of the school functions, but also be, you know, those boss babes and get that promotion. Women are expected to have clean and tidy houses, but not allow too much screen time, which how you do both of those at the same time, I don't know. Women are expected to serve their families and devote, you know, their time to their husband and their children. But also don't neglect yourself or else you'll be seen as letting yourself go or you'll be seen as that hot mess for being stressed out. You might be judged for not being able to handle it all. Yeah. A special needs moms, on top of all of that, there's also a very unique set of expectations as well. There's the expectations to, you know, get your child into all of the best therapies so that they have the best chance in life. Yeah, there's the expectation to fight for services and advocate. Expectations to attend all of the best clinics, you know, even if it means flying across the country. But there's also the expectations to be at all of these appointments. Yes, expectations to do all of those therapy exercises at home for PT, OT, speech, whatever else, you know, you might have therapies for. But there's also, have you ever noticed that when the doctor's office calls, they call our phones. When the daycare or the school calls, they call our phones. Even if they have both numbers. Yes. All of that is because of one thing. You know, it's a lot of expectations. And it all boils down to who is telling us this? You know, who is telling us all these conflicting expectations? Who has set these? And it's, it's just, it's everywhere. It's in the media. It's in the family norms we grew up seeing. It's on social media. It's on Facebook and Instagram. We hear these expectations kind of hidden behind the things, you know, the things that our friends value and that they believe. Because that's the thing. It wasn't just you and me. Like, no one's like, oh, no, I purposely want to believe this. That, you know, women should have to do it all. No, but it's just ingrained in us. It was just how we, all of us, you and me, everybody, grew up in the society of current expectations. And that includes our spouses. And all of us subconsciously on different levels have this like tiny voice almost, kind of in the back of your brain, saying how things should be done in a family. Right? Like, Oh, you know, just like how stay-at-home dads, that is not super common, but it is getting more common. We're undoing this kind of like patriarchy society 
right? We're kind of undoing all of that, but it's slow. We're not there yet. We're just now realizing how this is affecting families and how this is affecting their children and how this is affecting us as women. I should really like, I need to stop because (laughs) before I go too deep into like my fight against the patriarchy, that is not what this podcast episode is about. (laughs) Kind of is. (laughs) Let me reel it back so we can stay on topic here though. You know, so how do we as moms, as women, stop this uneven weight of responsibilities? How do we kind of help unravel that society, you know, patriarchy view? And the first place to start is by taking a look at everything on your plate. This includes the physical responsibilities, you know, things like changing the diapers, um, you know, drawing up meds, things like that, making dinner, but also includes the mental responsibilities, And mental responsibilities are any of like the planning, um, you know, decision making. So, you know, planning for appointments and scheduling or even just like deciding what to make for dinner each night. Because apparently you have to make dinner every single night, time after time again. Like it just never ends. Every night I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, it's dinner again. Crap. If I don't have it already (laughs) pre-planned. But you see, there we go. I have put that expectation that that's on me. So I, it's everybody, guys. And this is usually where moms, though, they will come up with like a mile-long list of things. They'll see that list and they'll be like, they'll get mad. They'll feel resentment. I do it all, right? But before you go there, I want you to think about very carefully. Think about whether or not you have had someone, specifically your spouse, try to take over a certain task or responsibility and you didn't let them. Yep. I see this come up so often when coaching moms on this topic. Uh, They want their spouse to take on more things. They want to have less to do as the mom of the family. But at the same time, they don't want to lose the control of the things. It's kind of like, you know, you picture you have like a whole basket of kittens and they're just like trying to control them in this basket and they're like attacking and mewing and you know all the things they're just crazy and you're like I need someone to take some of these kittens out of my basket off my hands and then someone's like oh great I'll take one of those kittens and you're like no no, these are my kittens you can't take one of my kittens they're just too much for me but you can't take one of my kittens (laughs) just came up with that just now But that is so how it is, right? We're like, no, 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 no. I'm just going to complain about my basket of kittens. You can't have any of it. It's mine. I want to control them. (laughs) You don't want to lose that control of the things. There's a level of fear that whenever it comes to our responsibilities, there's a level of fear that it isn't, you know, if someone else does it, you know, it's going to get done wrong or isn't going to get done. It's going to be incorrect. And really, you know, or really just not the way we imagined it being done or how we would have done it. Someone's going to raise that kitten differently (laughs) than how we would have. So, okay, let me give you an example of this. The loading of the dishwasher seems to always be a very classic, basic example of this. You'll hear women say things like, well, he can't load, load it right, so I just have to do it. And I don't know about you. But I have personally never seen a definitive rule book on how to correctly load a dishwasher. I'm sure it exists somewhere out there on the internet. Because for some reason, this is a very big debate between men and women. (laughs) But I want you to consider something here. What if, what if 
there is no right or wrong way to load the dishwasher. But rather, it's just your preference and his preference. And you might argue, well, my way does a better, you know, better job of getting them clean. So obviously it's the right way. And sure, that may be true, may not be true, whether it works better. But you have to decide. And I mean this with so much love for you guys. Is having it your way worth having to do the task? Is it worth it? If the answer is yes, it is worth it for me to do it and have it done right or my way, not even, you know, get rid of right or wrong. The answer is yes there. Then you have to fully support yourself in that decision. And don't feel resentment when you're the one having to do it. But sometimes, just to question this here for you guys, sometimes done right is just any time that task is done by someone other than yourself. Looks right to me, right? (laughs) Kind of have to let go of some of that. And so, you know, this seems silly when we're discussing the dishwasher, right? It's kind of a fun, humorous one. But really, the same situation is happening in all aspects, potentially, of your home life, of your home life. Maybe it's not the dishwasher, but maybe it's the management of your child's medical care. It's kind of a bigger deal than the dishwasher, right? You feel resentful about having to do it all and take it all on. But are you willing to relinquish that control and allow someone to help you? Yes. You know, this need for control is causing so many moms to just take on all of the things. Afraid to lose that control. Afraid that something will be missed. It'll be done wrong. Some sort of bad outcome will happen. Something bad will happen to our child, maybe. Our family, our loved ones. And out of this fear, they push away any offerings of help. Yeah. And I wouldn't say, you know, it's your husband offering to help. We could go into this whole rabbit hole too. It's their responsibilities too, right? It's their child too. It's their house as well. But all that goes back to society and how the expectations of men and women are different. And again, I'm going to stop myself before I go down that rabbit hole, but just take a look there. Like it's his too. Yeah. But when we take on all of the things and we don't share that responsibility. We take on too many things. What is so often not realized is that we run the risk of messing up. We run the risk of missing something because we are too burned out from doing all the things. And remember, one of the things about burnout is, you know, there's kind of like that mental fog. You're not thinking as clearly. There's there's exhaustion in there. Yes. So if you're feeling like things are not equal when it comes to your household's responsibilities, before you go to that, you know, place of resentment and being mad, ask yourself, are you allowing your spouse the opportunity to be an equal partner? Or are you shutting them down when they try to be? And take a look at your internal beliefs, whether you agree with them on a conscious level or not. And see if they're serving you. See if there's some outdated expectations way back deep down in your brain. Really dark, deep beliefs that society creates, you know, in our culture. Are there some outdated expectations that you're placing on yourself? See if this is a driving force behind trying to do all of it. It might be. Take some soul searching there. And accept help. 
get really good at accepting it when offered, even if it feels uncomfortable at first. Like most things that feel uncomfortable, the more you do them, the less uncomfortable they begin to feel, you know, or even just delegate what you can. We talked about this last week, um, you know, on the podcast about working moms, working special needs moms, but get curious, have an open conversation about how you can allow your spouse to be an equal partner. Yeah. Okay, ladies, I, I need to wrap it up before I just like dive into that rabbit hole of patriarchy and just go on a whole rant about that. So I'm not going to do that. Not on this episode. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap it up. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com and I'll see you next week.